Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Clippers, your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And I've got mad hits like I was Rod Crew. A beastie, a little beastie to start the day. Like it. All right. Hello again, friends. Welcome to the Locked On Clippers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, DJ Foster, for today's show. The Clippers are going to play a real-life basketball game on Tuesday night. No, seriously, real basketball. It's here. Uh, They're playing the Warriors on ESPN at 7.30 Tuesday night. Uh, What other facts can I tell you about this game? Uh, There will be three referees present. Um, The teams will wear different colors so you can tell them apart. Uh, (laughs) I think I'm all out of facts for now, but if any pop up during the show, I'll make sure to to mention them. Uh, But yeah, tomorrow night. Clippers start. The season starts. We'll try to uh, not get too excited. It's still preseason, but, you know, it's the Warriors. It's nationally televised. It's the first game of the 2016-2017 season. This is pretty exciting. Um, We're going to launch in tomorrow right into our game coverage. Uh, My plan is at 1030 when the game's ending and they're wrapping up and they're doing all the press stuff, I'm just going to bang out a podcast. We're going to talk about what we saw uh, any big takeaways from the game? Um, so if you're up, I'm going to tweet that bad boy out around 10:30, 11 o'clock. You'll have a fresh new show um, recapping all the stuff from the first preseason game of the year. Again, that's tomorrow at 7:30. Uh, yeah, but for today, we're not going to dilly dally around. I like that phrase. We're not going to dilly dally. No dilly dallying. Uh, we're going to get right into it. We're going to go five on five. This is where uh, I choose five topics to talk about, but we have a five-minute timer. Uh, so we get one minute a topic. We're just going to fly through the biggest news in Clipperland, and we begin now. All right, number one in our topics, number one in my heart, Kevin Garnett. You probably heard the news. You probably saw the videos, the pictures. Kevin Garnett was working with the Clippers in training camp, um, working with Blake Griffin, showing him some post moves. Just kind of teaching the young big guys some things. It kind of made everyone wonder, hmm, is Kevin Garnett, who lives in Malibu, maybe going to unretire and play for the Clippers this season and chase that ring? Maybe give it one more go with his buddy Paul Pierce and Doc Rivers? Uh, It sounds like no. Doc Rivers recently kind of put the kibosh on that. Uh, In an interview with ESPN.com's Jackie McMullen, Doc Rivers acknowledged that he tried to persuade KG to play for the Clippers in an emeritus role before he made a final decision about retirement. But Garnett passed. So for the time being, it looks like Doc tried but couldn't get Garnett to decide he wanted to play. 
is remaining retired. We'll see if that changes down the line, but that's where it currently stands. All right, topic number two. All right, so if KG the player isn't coming back to the Clippers, what about Kevin Garnett the coach? Doc Rivers also kind of put the kibosh on that. Here's what he said. He said, quote, I don't think he wants to coach. He's not that crazy. Who would ever want to do that? There's no way that's going to happen. I think he has a teaching future. This situation is organic as it could be. I just told him to come around and figure it out. Do whatever you want. Whatever he does, I'm good with because I do think he can have a very positive impact on us. End quote. So what do we make of that? Does Doc want KG to come around? Of course. Does KG want to come around and be involved in basketball still? Sure. I just don't think maybe either side wants to make an official commitment to it. I don't think Kevin Garnett wants to have the pressure of being a coach, doing all the traveling, and not being able to do what he wants at the same time. It's kind of a perfect situation for the Clippers, though. Kevin Garnett lives in Malibu. He can be around the team all the time. While we probably won't hear about KG taking an official job with the Clippers or anywhere else, as long as that stands, he's going to be working with the Clippers much more than any other team. All right, topic number three. By the way, before we move on to topic number three, if something happens with the Glibber shooting guards and Ray Allen wants to come out of retirement, <laughs> what if Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Doc Rivers gave it one more run in Los Angeles? Would Bill Simmons' head explode? I think his head would explode. All right, topic number three. Jamal Crawford's feeling good about the season. Here's his quote. He says, This just feels like the perfect storm as far as guys who want to win and are competitive enough at the right time frame in their lives about what's important. Very interesting quote, because if you read between the lines there, he's almost saying, like, we've had the talent before, but guys haven't been in the right mindset where they're willing to sacrifice, that sort of thing. Now, I'm putting words in Jamal's mouth. I don't know if he necessarily meant that. Not sure what it sounds like. And it might make sense. The Clippers are at a point now where they're mature. They're an older team. They're a veteran team that's stuck together this offseason. They're rolling it back out, bringing out all the same parts. Everyone knows their role, and I think maybe more than in past years, we'll see a team that's ready to sacrifice for one each other, maybe a little bit more in the past. All right, topic number four. So on the last episode of Locked On Clippers, I told you about uh, the open scrimmage the Clippers were having at UC Irvine. It looked like it was a pretty packed house, which I think is awesome. Um, Clippers fandom is, is really spreading. I think, you know, even five years ago in San Diego where I am, Finding Clippers gear was like a challenge if you wanted to go to store or mall or whatever. Um, it's becoming less of a challenge now. Of course, you always had online, but it's just nice to see. You know, it's nice to see your team represented when it's all Lakers stuff. It's good to see Clippers stuff. Um, anyway, so the Clippers had this scrimmage at UC Irvine. And rookie from North Carolina, Bryce Johnson, got his welcome to the NBA moment. Yes, at, a, at an open scrimmage. Um, you don't believe me, you got to look it up. Um, I just tweeted it at Foster at Fox Sports Foster. Excuse me. Blake Griffin put the ball down, charging baseline, elevated. Bryce Johnson made the mistake of challenging the shot, and Blake dunked all over him. I mean, it was if it happened during the regular season, this would be one of the best dunks you've seen of the year. Unfortunately, it just happened on a small little open scrimmage. But Bryce Johnson, welcome to the NBA, son. Topic number five. Woo. Here we go. On Sunday, Dick Enberg and Vin Scully both retired. So the sports world is saying goodbye to two of the most legendary 
play-by-play and announcers who have done everything in sports. Big loss for Southern California to listen. You're not going to be able to listen to those two guys' voices call games anymore. Um, What crazy careers they've had. But the good news is, and I do have good news, I'm not here to just get sad about both of them leaving. The good news, the Clippers will have 73 games regionally broadcasted on Prime Ticket in Foxport San Diego this year. Most importantly, the voice of the Clippers, Ralph Lawler, is going to come back for his 38th season. 38 seasons of Clippers basketball. That man deserves like a medal and a statue. Or like a statue of him receiving a medal. Uh, Something. (laughs) 38 seasons of Clippers basketball. Mike Smith is back alongside him. Brian Seaman will still have the radio call. So the excellent Clippers broadcast team is running it back another year. Just like the Clippers. So happy to hear that. Ralph, we need you more than ever. Can't wait to listen to your call. That's it for 5-on-5. Let's move on. Let's wrap up today's show with a final thought. The big thought of the day. I always feel like Jerry Springer when I do this. Like, you remember how on that show there would just be chaos and, like, security guards would get chairs thrown at them and, like, weaves were getting pulled out and they'd do, like, the full Benny Hill routine up on stage. And then after all that... Jerry would like sit down for 30 seconds and have this like really like deep thought that was just totally out of place and like just tried to rescue the last 29 minutes of just pure unadulterated trash. Uh, That's what I'm going to try and do (laughs) here with my final thought completely out of place. Um, But I'm going the opposite way. I'm going to talk about the trash right now. Have you seen the Sacramento Kings roster this year I'm not even going to talk about how bad the Kings are going to be in a basketball sense I'm just going to talk about how toxic their roster is Darren Collison is going to miss the first eight games because of domestic violence charge he's out for eight games Ty Lawson is their backup point guard who's had all sorts of alcohol related issues DUI issues DeMarcus Cousins is there, still probably very unhappy, but hasn't demanded a trade for some unknown reason, is sticking it out in Sacramento, is maybe hopeful that the Kings can finally do something, but this certainly doesn't appear to be the year. They just keep drafting centers and big men behind him, which is driving him nuts. Rudy Gay, who we've talked about a lot on this podcast, has already said he's not re-signing this summer and is becoming a free agent it's pretty clear that he wants out and he wants a trade so your starting lineup for the kings does anyone really want to be there and oh yeah matt barnes is there oh what could go wrong with a veteran matt barnes on a team that shouldn't be competitive that's gonna lose a lot of games what could go wrong with ty lawson and matt barnes and all these guys (laughs) I didn't know it was possible to have a roster that was more dysfunctional after having Rajon Rondo leave. The Kings have somehow managed to do it. I've been on the free boogie train for a long time. Number one, because it's fun to say free boogie. Number two, because it's a great hashtag. And number three, because I actually feel kind of bad for DeMarcus Cousins. That may be a weird place to say it on a Clippers podcast. He deserves better. He deserves teammates that can actually 
you know, get him the ball and defend and shoot threes and play somewhat intelligently. He deserves a team that's actually going to try most of the year. Uh, Cousins gets a bad rap because, yeah, his effort is inconsistent and he makes some stupid mistakes on the court and he's a technical waiting to happen. But the dude can really play. And when he's engaged, which you can't really blame him when he's not because he's played through so many losing seasons, that guy is a killer. What team is he going to go to? How is he going to shift the landscape? Because at this point, you have to imagine that if DeMarcus Cousins wanted out, he could demand a trade and hopefully get it for his sake. Uh, I know the Kings have balked at trading him in the past and they've done this will they or won't they sort of thing. DeMarcus, you just got to demand out, man. It's not getting better. The roster around you is a mess. You're going to have the least fun playing basketball that you've ever had. You're just coming off a summer that you spent with the U.S. Olympic team. You played with guys who actually know how to play, and you looked great doing it. I just don't understand how you haven't demanded a trade yet. It seems crazy to me. The Kings are going to be a full-blown, absolute disaster this year. I feel really bad for DeMarcus. I feel bad for Dave Yeager, who's walking into a situation with an owner that's going to have him on a tight leash, even though the roster is a joke. The basketball culture there is a joke. I just can't believe that the Kings are trotting out that team. All right, that's enough about Sacramento. That's my big thought for today. Kings, you're screwed. Uh, (laughs) We'll be back tomorrow after the game with the Warriors. Uh, Again, first preseason game of the year tomorrow night, 7.30. Uh, We'll talk about it after the game. All right, thanks for joining, everyone. Make sure you check out all the podcasts in the Lockdown Podcast Network. Uh, Give us a rating on iTunes, too. Tell your friends about us. If you're listening to us, you enjoy the show, the best thing you can do for me, word of mouth. Help get the show around. Send it to your friends. Post it online. Help me out, guys. I really enjoy doing the show. Um, if you have any questions for me, fosterdj3 at gmail.com, or you can tweet me at Fox Sports Foster. Check out my Twitter for that video of Blake dunking on Bryce Johnson. You don't want to miss it. Uh, thanks again for listening, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow. Take it easy.